This is LBC from Global, leading Britain's conversation. Mystery Hour with James O'Brien. Three minutes after 12 and Mystery Hour is upon us. This is the only hour of the week where I have to talk across this rising crescendo in the background, you know, now that we've rejigged our, uh, what's it called, Keith? What's the correct phrase? We've streamlined the junctions, lads. Oh, yeah. But this junction remains unstreamlined, which means I have to sort of cunningly choose my words while keeping an eye. Well, the clock's no use to me, actually. I have to use my ears to calculate precisely the point at which this rousing crescendo will reach its conclusion. And that is the moment at which I invite you to ring in for your weekly dose of illumination, elucidation, education and general magnificence. And it hasn't arrived yet. Let me remind you of the phone number. 0345 606. How did I used to do this every hour? It's absolutely infernal. 0345 606 973. I am James O'Brien. And this is Mystery Hour. If you've got a question that needs an answer, give me a ring. And no, I haven't been overdoing the Lemsip, in case you're wondering. I'm just in, just in, generally in rather good spirits at the moment. And thank you for all the kind words about the little book award that I, um, I picked up last night at the Houses of Parliament. I do, I do appreciate your compliments. Uh, however, Mystery Hour is a lot more important than any baubles that may have been bestowed upon me by the um, Houses of Commons and Lords. We are offering you an opportunity to achieve the sort of satisfaction not ordinarily available any anywhere else on your radio dial. If you have a little um, question in the back of your mind that you know must have an answer, but you're damned if you know what it is, 0345 is the number that you need. And if you hear somebody else ask a question to which you know the answer, then um, I'm with you, Matt, actually. Matt's just uh, tweeted, say, favourite time of the week. Absolutely. If you know the answer to a question that somebody else asks, then you know what to do. Um... Should we just crack on, actually? We did one last week, didn't we? It was the week before that we got um, pushed into touch by Sajid Javid's incredibly selfish decision to resign just before Mystery Hour started. I, I think we could all agree that a, a better class of politician is needed. We want them to reserve their resignations until Sheila Fogarty gets here, and, and then we could have completed Mystery Hour unmolested. But here we are, so let's crack on. Five minutes after 12 is the time. Alison is in Bexley Heath with either a question or an answer, Alison. Question, please. Carry on. I was watching Call of the Wild this week. Well, the Jack London. And I thought, yeah, the, fil- oh, the film with Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah. And I thought, when I those know people went up to Alaska and pulled that yellow metal out of the ground, who decided it was valuable? Do you want to know something funny? What? This is actually the question with which Mr. Hour started. <laughs> yeah, I mean, genuinely, asked on air, everyone thought I was stupid. It wasn't quite what you said. My, the question was, why is gold valuable? Right. Now, I just wondered, well, who was the first yeah. person to say, oh, that yellow metal's really desirable and valuable? Yeah. I, I mean, we'll try and get an answer for you, but that is where it all began. That is where Did it all began. Why? Yeah, I can't remember it, though. I'm, I'm nearly oh, 50, right. mate. I, you can't expect my memory to operate on that no, kind no, no, of level. No. And congrats on your book award. Oh, you're very kind. Thank you. I shall get you an answer to this. Who, who, who first decided that gold was worth money is a different question from why is gold valuable, but it may, it may admit a very similar answer. You, you, I mean, as I understand it, it's the softness that meant you could tool it and therefore wear it, and we like shiny stuff. That is what the entire economy of this planet is built upon. We like shiny stuff, and gold can be turned into pendants. 
but you probably want more than that. I don't know why I've got the Egyptians or the Assyrians bubbling away in the back of my brain, but we shall find out for Alison. Who first decided that gold was worth money? 03456060973. And a special prize today for the first person who can give me the statistic that has something to do with swimming pools and describes the total amount of gold ever discovered on this earth. Dave's in Romford. Dave, question or answer? I have a question for you, please, James. Carry on, David. In a commercial aircraft, where does the pilot always sit on the left? Um, oh, I was hoping that I might drag that one up from the memory banks as well, actually. I'll tell you the reason I asked this. I did a flight simulator last week. Oh, yeah. And, and I asked the pilot why, and he couldn't tell me. Always, I think it's got something to do with ships, but that doesn't sound very plausible now that I've actually said it out loud. Uh, the controls are more or less all the same. Port There's only one starboard. on the left-hand side of yeah. where the captain sits. You can steer the plane. The first officer can't steer the plane from, from his side on the right-hand side. And the pilot couldn't tell me why. No? All right, you're on. No, I, I, sometimes with questions like that, something pops into my brain if I manage to sort of burble on for long enough and, and keep the questioner on the line. But I, it's not going to happen, I can tell. I'll find out for you, hopefully. Why, why do pilots, captains, always sit on the left on commercial airlines? And who decided that gold was valuable um, first? Paul's in... No, he's not. Well, he is, but we're going to, we're going to Horsham because Jane is there. Jane, question or answer? Question. Carry on. Um... We've had a lot of weather recently, and we um, have. the forecasters. Sorry. We certainly have. We have, yes, um, and they quite accurately predict the wind speed. How do they predict the gustiness? Yeah, all right. Do, do they? Do they tell us dust levels? Yes, they. They say sure? winds of forty miles an hour with gusts up to sixty. Do they? Yes. Gusts up to sixty. Yes. With a G. Or Yes. Yes. My producer thought you said dust. Oh, no. With a D. Dust. No, gust with a G. So that changes the question slightly, doesn't it? Not, not I mean, I mean well, 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 no, not for you. Anything. You're not part of this slightly <laughs> surreal experience. You're, you're merely a, an unwitting contributor to it. But the gusts, so they can predict the wind levels. Yes. And you're comfortable with that, but you want to know how they predict the gust levels. That's right, yeah. Well... Aren't they just measuring them where they're currently happening and then the f where the forecast is what maps its movement from where they're currently happening to where we are? Possibly. I don't know. I oh, mean, no, behind I. this is I don't know what what causes gustiness. Gustiness. Well, beans. Yeah. Beans aren't a great start, are they, generally speaking? <laughs> Sorry, that's pathetic, really, isn't it? Jane, I shall do my best to get you an art. How, does, how do meteor meteorologists predict gusts. Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Why do captains and commercial aircraft always sit on the left in the cockpit? And who decided that gold was or indeed should be valuable? Ten minutes after twelve is the time. And Paul is in Chorley. Paul, question or answer? Hi James, question please. Carry on. Uh down in Cornwall over half term, uh, oh. playing pool with my eight year old son. Very nice. And a question that I'd thought about years ago but never actually got the answer to. Uh, why does the white ball go down and then go to a different... Or how does oh, it go you, to a different side? No, mate, come on, use your noodle. Well, I, I don't know, because I looked at the balls and I thought, well, there must be a different weight or something like that. But then I just 
I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. It is. It's, 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 it's a, four years. Four years. I've been trying to think of a question for mystery. Yeah, I, lo- I love it, but I, well, I think I did this as a teener. I'm pretty sure the white ball is slightly smaller than all the other balls. Yeah, possibly. I just I couldn't see. I was, I was looking at the balls, the, the colours in the way, and I couldn't see a difference. So, for people not familiar with pub pool, the the the, the cue ball end of the table. Um, is the end at which the white ball will appear if you accidentally pot it, whereas all the other balls will either collect in the, if you're paying for it, they'll collect in the in the tank, won't they, where you where, where yeah. you put your money in, or if you've got a freebie, they'll all go down the other end. You, you very rarely come across a pool table yeah. where all the balls end up in the same in the same pool. So I will I, I'll I'll put it on the list, but I I've, I and I can't go definitive because I can't fully remember, but I'm sure at college I played a lot of pool at college. It's, it's, it's one. Well, I didn't get a very good degree. Uh, I, I, I'm sure the white ball was marginal. If you put a book on it or something like that, you'd see a slight gradient, and the white ball was marginally smaller than all the others, or possibly the other way around. But that's not an answer, is it? I wouldn't take that, and there's no reason why you should. No, I definitely wouldn't. No, quite right. <laughs> get back in your box, O'Brien, and bring me a proper answer. Can we find out, please? Why, why does the white? What is the mechanism within a pub pool table that sees the white ball returned to the players while the coloured balls are? Retained. Uh, twelve, twelve is the time. Greg's in Stevenage. Greg, question or answer? Uh, question, James. Carry on, Greg. The question is: Why does a dog, when it goes for a wee, the, the wee is really, really yellow, regardless of how hydrated it is, whereas in humans, our kind of colour changes. It's a bit, it's a bit icky, that mate. Well, the other question was to do with wee as well, but okay. Oh no, we all need we all need a hobby. Um, are we sure it's true? Well, only because my dog he he drinks loads, but whenever I he goes out for a wee. So, so this, is a, this question at the moment is specific to a single dog in Stevenage. Well, no, I, I mean all dogs. My, my wife is a dog walker who I'm going to meet now, and oh yeah, so I. Oh. See a lot of dogs. <laughs> that? a dog in the <laughs> I'm so easily amused. Uh, I, I shall try. I think I recognise what you say. I think our dog does that as well. Um, uh, I don't know. So we'll try and find out why are when dogs when yeah why why is dog wee always so dark yellow even if they're drinking loads of water? Uh, Mayor is in Hounslow. Mayor, question or answer? Question, please. Carry on. Uh, my question is, so I was watching the football highlights this morning. Um, yes. My question is, why do sportsmen or women put their hands on their heads when they miss? When they miss? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I quite like that. I, yeah? I, I, yeah, I, well, I think it's, they cover their faces, don't they, more than put their hands on their yeah. head? Yeah, exactly. They cover their faces, they cover their head. So it's, it's like, shame. It's shame and embarrassment. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's, a, shame, it's, a, it's a, a, like a natural... Yeah, it's a gut reaction you know, to embarrassment. You're hiding. You're trying to hide your... I mean, it is, it, that's what it is. Well, why, well, why the head? Why the face? Why not touch your toes? Well, because if I cover my face, you can't see me, and I can pretend that the thing that has just happened hasn't happened. What about the head, then? What, what do you mean, the head? They put their hands on the head, doesn't it? Yeah, but then their arms are covering their face. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No nah. one, after missing a goal, puts their hands on their head like, like that. Do yeah, they? they do. No, they don't. They do it like this. I can't see you. What? What, what are all these cameras for in the studio, then? No, they put their hands on their head, and they're like, out of shame. But I just want to know why that reaction is like that. 
Yeah, so do I now. You're on. Why do, why do, why do they do that? Anybody know? We, what do we need? An evolutionary psychologist? And, of course, as many people have pointed out, the ball in the pool. Well, actually, no, we'll wait for a definitive answer. I didn't make a massive fool of myself. Just, just a little tiny one. 12.15. LBC Mystery Hour on LBC with James O'Brien. 12.18 is the time. There's something for everybody here. Who decided that gold was valuable? Why do pilots, um, captains on commercial flights, always sit on the left in the cockpit? How do meteorologists know how to, or how do they make their predictions of gusts? Um, why, I mean, I do know this one, and I was sort of right. I just got it the wrong way around. But, you know, there's a brand of applause waiting for someone. Why do pool tables deliver the white ball back to players while retaining the coloured balls until the next round? Why is dogwee always so dark yellow? And why do footballers, sports people, after a failure, put their hands on their head? I think we're going to struggle with that last one, uh, to be honest. But, hey, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Bradley is in Gillingham. Bradley, question or answer? I've got a question for you, James. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, on, on a motorbike sidecar. Yeah. The sidecar's on the right. Yeah. So you 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 you're driving around there. Yeah. Enjoying whatever. And then I decide I want to go to France for the motorbike sidecar. Does that mean that the sidecar has to go on the left side of the bike? Well, why would it? Well, well because of safety, I suppose. I don't know. But I, I, I don't want to offend you, mate. But oh, you're going to, aren't you? Gonna I don't know. Me. That's up to you. You can, can't give offence. You can only take offence, according to the free speech warriors. Um, you could have found this out. I don't think this is a very... I mean, I, first it of, is, James. You, no. Do you know the answer to it? Yeah. What? It's obvious. Well, it's, it's not, is it? Well, it is. I know you can drive a right-hand car over in France and, it's, you know, yeah. and have a car with a left-hand drive, but with there a sidecar, because... Of why, the, why don't, why the don't they have to change the steering wheel round? No, but I'm on about the, the passenger. Oh, I'm asking being you, why don't they? Why don't they have to change the steering wheel round? Well, I don't know. Well, let's work it but out, I'm shall just, we? No, I'm just saying that the sidecar. No, let's work out. Why don't you, when you go to France, why don't you have to change your steering wheel onto the other side of your car? No, but I'm on a, it's about because in the sidecar is. No, but that's not what I'm asking. Around. I'm asking you, when we go to France, why don't we have to move our steering wheel onto the other side of our car? Well, because you don't have to. Why not? Because it's a legal requirement. Well, why not? <laughs> Melvin's in Billericay. Oh, Melvin, quest- oh, no, he's still there. No, mate, the, the answer is, I mean, I've been to France. I've seen vintage motorcycles with sidecars on them. So that, that's why it is a stupid question. But no offence intended. Melvin's in Billericay. Melvin, question or answer? Uh, answer for you, James. Carry on, mate. Why do I live still on the left? Uh, Captain. Captain, yeah. sorry. I was told this many, many years ago. Excellent. And the reason I was given was because, well, I was told 85 to 90% of people are right handed. And engine mm. management controls and any instruments that need adjusting would be on the right hand side. Yeah. And that was purely for ease. Yeah, of course it was. That's it. I mean, um, it makes part. Sometimes it's Occam's razor, isn't it? Of course it is. So you, you, you've got all your gubbins in the middle, so your right hand is going to be favoured, so you'd sit on the left. And I must admit, I haven't checked. 85 to 90% of people are right-handed. Um, I'd well, it's more that. than half. Yes. I've, I've got 10% filed away in the back of my brain for some reason. Let's do a quick check in the studio. Anyone left-handed? No, you're not. Why would you lie about that? Are you serious? Well, we've worked together for months. I'd never noticed before. Uh, well, anyway, 25% in this room, but that proves absolutely nothing. Melvin? Qualifications? 
private pilot, hobby pilot. That's not. You know, Jones the engineer's taken up flying. Did you really? Yeah, he's getting getting quite good at it. I think he's I think he's either about to or he's just done his first ever solo flight. Oh well, well done. He's Christ, exciting, isn't he? Yeah, I know. I'm very proud of him. Round of applause for Melvin, please. My life is complete. Your life is complete. <laughs> Twenty-two minutes after Tom must have already joined the Mile High Club. Dave's in crew. Dave, question or answer? Uh, I've got an answer. Uh, thanks, James. Carry on, David. Uh, it's the pool question, the white ball. You, I think I think you were more or less spot on, but I just wanted to give a, a, a so-called expert opinion on it. Go on. Uh, yeah, all the object balls are two inches in diameter, and um, the white ball is one and seven-eighths inch. Simple as that. So it just fits down a hole that the other balls don't fit down? Yeah, the, the balls go past this little gap, and uh, all the object balls go across the gap, and um, the white ball falls down there. It's like a little pit. And it comes out the um, different end. Qualifications? Um, I used. I'm, I'm a former professional pool player, and I used to play for England as well. Are you serious? Yeah. Why do you not? Why have you given up? Oh, the family age. I'm in my mid forties now, and it's 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 not so much a young man's game as it used to be, but it's pretty much. You know, I'm, I'm still pretty good. I do coaching now. Okay. Why um, as, a, um, as a lad? Why pool not snooker then? I know you probably play both to quite a high level, but most Brits would yeah. go down the snooker route, wouldn't they? Really? Yeah. Well, I, I grew up in a pub. My dad owned a pub, um, so um, from the age of well until I could stand up, I, I was playing pool in the pub. And then when I got older, I got quite good, and then I got hooked on it. My big brother and my dad played pool to a high level, so I just followed in their footsteps. What's your greatest honour? Uh, playing for England and being a pro. Oh, okay. I'm not like world champion or anything like that. I'm pretty good, but you know, I'm, I'm not. Well, how I'm many not the people best. play for England? Uh, at any one time, yeah. there's, there's six, sixty, a squad of sixteen at any one time, and that changes every year. So you know. Yeah, but it's not. It doesn't swap sixteen for sixteen every year. Some people no, no, hang around there for a decade or more. Of course, yeah, probably about five or six new ones every year. Maybe seven new ones every year. Um, uh, so, so not many. Right, mate, I'm going to give you. A, no, I'm going to give you a Ray Liotta. I think. Really? Yeah, oh, I do. Well, I mean, you were a professional pool player. That's quite rare. How many British professional pool players are there? Would you estimate? Well, right now, yeah. I th- on the official professionals, yeah. um, uh, on the IPA, International Professional Pool Players Association, yeah. th- there's only about 50. Right, oh, mate, you're, you're home and dry, Dave. This is for you, mate. But I'm not a professional now, though, No, I know you're not. God, look at this. He's trying to argue me out of giving him no, a Ray no, no, which no. makes me I'm like just, him even more. I'm just trying to be humble. Look at that. <laughs> oh, I can do with some lessons on that, Dave. You, you, you never mind pool coaching. Do you, you don't do humility classes, do you? Because that's... that's Give him a Ray. I'm Ray Liotta, and you're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. If you build it, they will come. I feel complete. That's not bad. You get a round of applause as well, but that's just a cherry on the icing on the cake. Thank you very much. No, thank you very much. I I used to love playing pool, but I'm very glad I never bumped into you in a pub after a few pints when I was feeling pleased with myself. Lost a lot of money once in... um, Borough, actually, it was on Borough High School. Good grief, that was, I haven't thought about that in years. Uh, 20, my dad warned me never to play put, never to put a large sum of money on a game of pool if you just won relatively small sums of money in the previous two games. Because that is, you know, classic pool shark. Anthony is in Cardiff. Anthony, question or answer? Hi, James. Hello, it, it's a question. Carry on. Why do they use belts in, like, boxing and wrestling, but not in any other sports? Fly, fly, fly the championships. Most things, it's like trophies and F1, football, rugby. Yeah. But, but why belts? Stop the shorts falling down. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, it's rubbish. I do apologise. I don't know what's come over me today. Um, 
Well, I mean, the short answer is you can wear it into the ring, and 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 it, it gets. If you lose, it gets taken away by the winner, doesn't it? Yeah, but then actually, could could say the same like a trophy or something. But you wouldn't carry. It'd be weird carrying a cup into the ring. Wouldn't it? Or is it? No, it wouldn't. It's a good question. Why? why so they must have just started you off could, that way. Uh, and it's... I, actually, I actually remember watching an old World, World of Sport wrestling with, with my father years ago. And he used to carry cups back then. Yeah. Yeah. No, all right. You're on. Yeah. Why, why do they use belts in boxing? And nothing else, actually, becomes part of the question, doesn't it? Did you watch the fight the other night? No, I didn't. I, I actually fell asleep. <laughs> you, so you paid pay-per-view, stayed up and then nodded off? Love it. You're a man after my own heart. Have a round of applause. That's for falling asleep before the boxing came on. Uh, we need an answer to the question, though. Why do they use belts in boxing? 0345 1227 is the time. And another Dave. This one's in Brentwood. Dave, question or answer? It's a question, James. Carry on, David. Yeah, um, so paying a lot of attention, washing my hands now with the old coronavirus That's my stuff, boy. and well uh, going done, well into done. the toilets in the local pub. Oh yes, most pubs now they all seem to have these modern high-speed hand dryers, yeah. but with a blue light. What's the blue light for? Well, what do you mean a blue light? It's, they they cast a blue light on your hands as they're blowing this blast of air down over them. Do they? They do. I'm just going to consult with my crack team of operatives. Is this? Does anyone recognise? Really? So, blue light. And your question is why? Yeah. Why do is you it think? just for a bit of decorative Aesthetic, aesthetic illumination. Or does it actually do some sort of cleansing service? Oh, I can't imagine it does some sort of cleansing thing, can you? I don't know. All right, I'm going to take your word for it. I, I don't pay as much attention to the hand dryers as you do. In the, oh, you will do with the coronavirus coming along. I'm, I'm going to wash my hands. Of course I am. I bought some, first time in my life, I bought some antiseptic hand gel yesterday <laughs> from Superdrug. Well done. Thank you very much. <laughs> I like to think that if coronavirus doesn't sweep the nation, it'll all be down to you in the pub toilet and me in Super Truck Day. That's, that's, that's like, like the, the, the fight back starts here. Um, let's find out. Is that true? Blue lights, hand dryers, why? One more, I think, before the news. Danny is in Rochester. Danny, question or answer? Hello, James. It's an answer. Carry on, mate. Uh, it's to do with the wind gusts. So... As a basic rule of thumb, you take the mean wind speeds and double it for the gusts. So if it's going to be 20 mile an hour sustained winds, you'd expect about 40 mile an hour gusts. So it's the, it's the easiest bit of meteorology then? Uh, sort of. It's a bit more complicated than that. So it depends how buoyant the air is as well. So the more unstable the air, the faster the air rises under low pressure and you get stronger gusts as well from that. Um, so obviously exposed areas, higher ground tend to see higher gusts than say, central London would, just because it's a lot more open and the air can move a lot more freely. Yeah, like it. Okay. And qualifications? Uh, I've been studying weather for the past 15 years and I've got accounts on Twitter and Facebook as well. Nice one. Doing meteorology. Yes. Go on, what's your Twitter handle? Do you want to give it out if uh, people want to follow your meteorology? Uh, yes, yeah, sure. So it, you, um, you couldn't wait, just... could you? Listen, whoa, all right, Danny, <laughs> calm down, mate, calm down. I, 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 I mean, for the record, you don't get to plug anything if you do it without my permission. So Danny was clearly desperate to plug his Twitter account, but he just managed to bite his tongue and wait until I made the I offer. just took the opportunity when didn't it was you? offered, James. Didn't you? There you go, fill your boots. Uh, it's called Met. Four cast, so met number four and then cast. If Lovely. you just search that, it will come up. I will. If it, if, it, if it turns out to be some sort of vile parody account, I shall come after you. I shall come after myself. <laughs> half, half past twelve is the time. You're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. Applause for Danny. Thank you. 
Time now for Holly Harris with the headlines. Mystery Hour with James O'Brien. This is LBC. 12.35 is the time. Mystery Hour continues your weekly opportunity to achieve... A sort of satisfaction, not ordinarily available anywhere else on your radio dial. Some, some good ones still unanswered, actually. Who first decided that gold was valuable? That, I, 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 I won't bore you with why I love that question so much, or indeed the role it played in the genesis of Mystery Hour. But the more you think about it, the better that question gets. The madder that question gets, actually. Uh, Gus predictions, we've done. Pool, we've done. Pilots, we've done. Why is dog... I, don't, I personally don't like this question. I, I, I don't think my mum would either. I'm not, I, I think it's a little vulgar actually. But, you know, I work with young people and, and they have different standards when it comes to manners and etiquette. So we're doing a question about dogwe. Why is it always so dark, even if dogs have drunk a lot of water? Why do sports people put their hands on their head after a, a spectacular miss or a, or a terrible failure? Why do boxers win belts and not another form of trophy? And why do hand dryers have little blue lights on them? Kem's in Southgate. Kem, question or answer? Answer. Carry on. Uh, dog wee one. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I appreciate the snigger. Carry on. Uh, well, it's got to be answered, hasn't it? Uh, no, so, you're right. It's on the list, mate. I, I mean, I wasn't. I was really trying to sort of subtly criticise my colleagues for having lower standards than me. I wasn't criticising you for ringing in with an answer. <laughs> well, the answer is actually the simple one, and it is to do with dehydration. Go on. And right. um, and we might think our dogs are drinking enough water, but. I would encourage people to take water out on walks, and then if they're still, if their wee is still quite dark, it'd be down to their nutrition and the moisture content in that. And then if it is very, very dark, I would recommend vets because there could be an issue, albeit minor, with kidneys and uh, red blood cell issues can affect the dog's urine, uh, making it dark. So it is dehydration. We may think they're drinking enough water, but they're not. So most dogs don't do what you've just described? Most dogs, uh, a hydrated dog should have, you know, normal... Sort that's of what I thought, that's light. what I thought, Cam. I've got to be honest with you. I thought the premise well, of the question... Clever, but then he said his wife man. was a dog walker and all, his, all her dogs had the same condition as well. Well, then she should take water out for the dog so they can drink whilst they're out because it's, it's, it's a very simple, logical explanation to a you know, disgusting question, really. I think you're right. What are your qualifications? Uh, I'm a qualified canine uh, behaviourist. Are you? Yeah. Do you know Dr. Dog? I don't know Dr. Dog, but I trained under, like, the Caesar Milan style. Did uh, you really? How fascinating. I had no idea there were so many dog behaviourists listening to this, but, well, at least three. I, I grant <laughs> you, now, now I've counted them. It's actually not that amazing or impressive after all. But Vieri, <laughs> our friend in Germany, is Dr. Dog. You should have a look at his website. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be annoyed that he didn't get to answer this question. But that's Dr. Dog. Dr. Dog, he's a legend. He, he rang in on our last three dog questions. Oh, wicked. Well, but, now you've got me as well. I know, I've got two. I've got two. I shall call you Junior Dr. Dog. Yeah, or Doctor Dog too. Um, round of applause yeah. for Cam. I like that. And, and I'm sure my dog doesn't do what you've just described, which was what made me wonder whether the question was sound. But how many humans are dehydrated without realising it? So you know, dogs don't let you really know when they're thirsty unless they're really, really thirsty. In quite the same way that they let you know when they're hungry. And if they're anything like humans, and I think this is a mammalian phenomenon. Um, quite often, it turns out you weren't hungry. You were actually thirsty. The first thing you should do, if you are craving. You think you're craving food, or actually, if you're craving a, a, a glass of vino, first thing you should do is have a glass of water. And then you may well find that the craving diminishes. 
And this concludes today's Medical Dispatch. Thank you, Kem. Uh, James is in Cambridge. James, question or answer? Uh, question, please, James. Carry on. Um, so my wife and I uh, were expecting our first baby in a few weeks. Congratulations. Um, thank you very much. Um, so we had a midwife appointment yesterday, mm. and I just the thought came to me, um, why are they called midwives? Oh, that's a nice one, isn't it? Thank you. No, you're welcome. Why midwife, 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 mid, mid, mid. I didn't know if mid was like it sounds yeah, that's like what I'm um, thinking, you see. I'm a German word for with or yeah. something. Oh, or... God, you've done it. I think you're right. But, 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 but then the German word for with is mit, not yeah, mid. Yeah, but that, I mean, come on, well, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's only one letter, isn't it? Have you ever spoken to a young person? They don't really recognise the letter T, everything, or, or a New Yorker, everything is D. <laughs> you know? Um I think you've just answered the question. Would you like a round of applause or would you like to wait for somebody more qualified than either of us to confirm that you're correct? Um, I'm happy to split it. All right, I'll give him half. You can have the other half I... later if the other person confirms what you've said. I, like, I bet it is mit, mit wifer. Mit and wifer. Mit wife. I should probably stop doing that. Arini is, uh, is in Uxbridge. Arini, question or answer? Answer. Carry on. Um, it's why, why there's a blue light on hand dryers. Yeah. They're UV lights. Really? And, and they sterilise. Nah. And they kill the germs. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't think so. It's very true. How do you know? Because I'm a beauty therapist and we used to have UV lamps to sterilise equipment in our salon. Yeah, that's not quite the same thing though, is it? What do you mean? Well... You it's had sterilizing. No, but you mm. had UV lights in the salon. That doesn't mean that the lights on hand dryers are, are doing the same thing as the UV lights. They were UV lamps. Yeah, I know. But and that... they just, that all their purpose was was to sterilise. And they I, sterilised I... by the UV light. I, no, I know that. But that doesn't mean that the lights on the hand dryers are there for the same reason. Well, it just seemed a little obvious to me. Well, it's that... a UV light it, coming it's out not. of the hand dryer. It, I mean, I, this is not a bridge I'm prepared to die on. <laughs> but it's not. I happen to know for a fact that you're wrong. Oh, really? Okay, yes. sorry about that. No, I, well, I feel bad now because I don't think you've rung me before. You know, we, we, I haven't, we haven't engaged in any sort of warm exchanges. I, I, I don't <laughs> feel you've got good value for your contribution to the programme, no, Irina. That's fine, that's fine. Well, it's not fine. Now you, say, you sound like my wife now saying fine. <laughs> Whenever a woman says fine, I generally believe the polar opposite. <laughs> What's wrong? Nothing, I'm fine. Really? So how, what do you know? What is the real answer? I mean, what, why isn't a UV lamp a steriliser? No, a UV lamp is. OK, but why isn't the blue light on a hand dryer a uh, UV Because it's not UV. Light? Isn't it? No. It is to direct your hands into the area of maximum drying capability. Mm, well, I've learnt something then. Thank you, James. Well, you're very, you're very welcome. Would you like to <laughs> advertise your beauty therapy company? No, by... I don't do it anymore. I switched career to a nurse. Oh, well, thank you for that. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know, really. What's more helpful? It depends who, it depends who you're treating. <laughs> round of applause for Irini for being lovely. Thank you. And, and, and that was my round of applause, which I gave to her, because I correctly answered the question about the hand dryer. Um, it's 12.42. Kirby Lonsdale next, up in Cumbria. Alison is there. Question or answer, Alison? Good afternoon, James. I've got a question. Carry on. Where, where did we get the idea from that the moon is made of cheese? Facebook, probably, during Donald Trump's presidential campaign. <laughs> yeah, probably. I, 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 the moon is made of cheese. And, uh, yeah. I don't know, there's no rhyme. Is there a rhyme about actually having the man in the moon? That's a lovely question. 
I don't know. No, nor do I. Where the moon is made of cheese. Where does that come from? Where did that first appear? That's a. I should do my damn. How long have we got? We should be all right for that one. I'll try. What's the weather like up there? Are you all right? Absolutely beautiful. You're not underwater or anything. We are not underwater now. The sun is shining and the birds are singing. Can't say fairer than that, can you? Love it. All right, let's get Alison an answer. When did the notion of the moon being made of cheese enter into common parlance? Uh, belts in boxing, heads, hands on heads in, in football. Done dog, we were doing pretty well, actually. Darren's in Fife. Darren, the kingdom of Fife. Question or answer? Hey, answer, James. Carry on. The sports question in regards to why they put their hands on their head. Oh, yes. Um, there's two different reasons for both actions. The one behind your head is due to the fact that when you're a baby, you cradle, your mum cradles your head. So it's a natural reaction of support and comfort. Oh, so when you that's that's sweet. Reason for that. And the reason for the hand on their face is to hide your face due to embarrassment or just general, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be seen pretty much. So, so the, behind the head is a sort of reflex yes. comfort gesture. Yeah, that, that emulates being cuddled as a baby or having your mother, having your head supported by, by whoever's yeah. carrying you. And the sure, other one, and the other one yeah. is shame-promoted, yeah. shame-prompted hiding of face. Those are beautiful answers. I did something a couple of years ago where I stroked the top of my head, which is apparently a sign of deep thinking. Did you know that? Yeah, um, wait, there's... Apparently, naturally, it was a sports psychologist that told me this. Apparently, yeah. naturally, you go to the natural comfort that you felt most comfortable as a child. It's the deep right? thinking thing. Um, my wife, for example, um, rubs her nose because her dad used to rub her nose as a kid. <laughs> so that, that is absolutely dad, so. fascinating. What about qualification? You've just hinted at it, I think. What qualifications? Um, I used to play a professional rugby, and we got a sports psychologist in who told us not to do that because it's a sign of weakness when you play in the opposition. Oh, it's your thumb. Oh, um, like so, yeah. I like, and did so, it work? Uh, no, because I've still done it, let's be honest. Everybody does it. Especially when you're a big guy at the front, you kind of get tired quicker, so naturally you put your hands behind your head, mostly to get a breath and try and breathe it. I like uh, the idea of not covering your face, because you should be, you know, because quite often when you see footballers doing it, obviously not rugby players because they're proper men, but when you see <laughs> footballers doing it, you, you do occasionally see them missing an opportunity to do a follow-up or to have another bite of the cherry because they're too busy putting their head in their hands. Yeah, that's spot on, and... and I now coach kids. Uh, I actually coach American football now, so it's one of the things we teach the kids. Obviously, their faces are covered anyway by helmets. But, but it doesn't change the impulse, does it? Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. You put your hands to your head or behind your head. You see it a lot more in younger kids now. Um, so anything like between 13 and 17, you can see them try and almost stop and and just not take part in anything else. So, yeah. It's a, but I thought you, you said you wouldn't get an answer. But, uh, and there it is. Right, well, round of applause for Darren. Thanks very much. I, I, this isn't really fair, but at what level did you play professional rugby? If it's international um, level, you get a Ray Liotta. That's my rule. I did play under 23s for Scotland, but not capped. I got injured at 21. So. You got injured? Yeah, I got injured in Wales. Well, I can't uh, not give you one now. <laughs> Can I? Because I was just sound like I was bullying you for getting injured. That was a clever no, play actually. by Darren. Give him a Ray quick. I'm Ray Liotta, and you're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. Thank you very much, Cheers. I appreciate that. Oh, you're very welcome. Makes up for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Makes up for not being a Scottish rugby international at senior level. Yeah, right. Thank you. I'm going to squeeze in Barry before the break because we've got a problem with the switchboard. Question or answer, Barry in Weybridge? It will be an answer, James. Carry on. It's for the hand dryer. Yes. No, it's not for sanitising. It's a guide light. So it yes. just shows you the maximum... 
where your hand should be to get the best blow. That's exactly what. <laughs> Steady on, Barry. That's, ex- <laughs> oh, dear. That's exactly what I said. There's nothing special about it at all. And, and the producer didn't believe me. I had it in my ear going, no, it's not true. And it is true. So just say it again for the producer's benefit. James, you were absolutely right. James, you're absolutely right. Oh, Barry, thank you. Have a round of applause. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Oh, hang on. Qualifications. Uh, done hygiene questions to you before. I've been selling this hygiene products for like 11 years. This is your manner. This is your turf. This is my spot. These are yeah, your people. This is your crowd. <laughs> Great work. I love that. And it is it's going quite... Who needs a light? But actually, when you put your hands under a hand dryer, you don't actually know whether where you're going to get the best blow. Coming up at one on LBC, Sheila Fogarty. Coronavirus is starting to feel like a global board game. It's not clear yet where the pieces will fall. Two more cases here. Are you following government advice? Sheila Fogarty on LBC. Mystery Hour on LBC with James O'Brien. Should probably check with Theo, but I think something remarkable happened in the House of Commons while Michael Gove was speaking. He, he, he appears to have contradicted himself with, within the space of 10 to 15 minutes with regards to checks that would be needed for goods making their way from Great Britain to the island of Ireland. Of course, the, the part of the island of Ireland that would still, um, at least officially, be part of the United Kingdom. He, he's told a DUP MP that there won't be any border in the Irish Sea, and he... Ten minutes previously, with Brandon Lewis, who is now, I kid you not, Northern Ireland Secretary, um, sitting next to him, he said that they would abide by the full requirements of the Northern Ireland Protocol in in last year's agreement. You can't do both, but I, I told you this was going to happen. I still can't quite believe it's happening quite so starkly. And then, for the avoidance of doubt, who do you think said this? To sign up to a trade deal which results in opening our ports, shelves and fridges to food which would be illegal to produce here would not only be morally bankrupt, it would be the work of the insane. Yeah, you see, it's the it's the head of the National Farmers Union. Too late now, lads. James is in North Acton. Question or answer, James? Is he there? James, North Acton? Hello? 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 Question or answer? Uh, it's an answer. Carry on. Uh, it's North Yorkshire, actually, um, but never mind. Where the uh, hell? No, 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 no. Uh, just, just, <laughs> da, 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 just wait there a minute, please. All right, you, on your feet. How the hell? You're the fellow that got dust and gust mixed up, aren't you? And now you've got North Yorkshire somehow has reached my screen as North Acton. I just can't get the stuff, James, honestly. It really is. A, it is. No wonder you didn't reply when I said James in North Acton, given that I'm you're not in North... Confused, but no you're in North uh, Yorkshire. It's... it's not very specific, that. Whereabouts in North Yorkshire are you? I know it quite well. Uh, Beedale. Beedale. Do you know a place called Beedale? Well, I yeah. went to Ampleforth. That's quite near, yeah. Yeah, I know. So I do. I, I think I may even have hiked through Beedale on occasion <laughs> while, while high on um, CCF glucose tablets. Anyway, why did you ring in? <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the uh, why do the pilots sit in the left-hand seat? Yes. Uh, slight clarification. Um, it's it's not saying the other chap was incorrect, but mm. it's rather more complex than that. Um, in when you uh, apply power to the aircraft when you accelerate on the runway, because of the downgoing blade being from past the centre axis of the aircraft, um, aircraft blades spin clockwise, if you stood behind it, yes. the nose tends to yaw to the left, so you oh. apply right rudder. In terms of why we would then sit on the left, in the old days, you would turn left in traffic patterns because it's easier to turn left. Um, then when you have multi-engine piston aircraft, um, 
the critical engine is the left-hand engine because the right-hand engine downward going blades again produces more torque so it turns the aircraft to the left so it's easier to turn left and again historically from navigation um if you were to follow a road or a river is before we had gps etc etc and all the charts um we are supposed to fly on the right hand side of the river or road thereby railway line thereby keeping the feature to the left and Nicely opposing done. aircraft traveling opposite directions obviously then wouldn't oh. collide head on perfectly done I, well i think you were quite generous to the previous answer i think i think perhaps you, this was more than a clarification it was close to a correction <laughs> it's i uh, i only got my commercial license a couple of months ago so Did obviously really? the theory is quite fresh and is that i mean that's what you what you what you do for work now or yeah well no i no i'm still looking for a job so well, good if, luck. if any of the big boys are listening this is my cv no absolutely a very very <laughs> one, very convincing as well i'm going to give you a round of applause how long have you listened to this program uh, ooh, a few years now. Have, so do, years have you, are you sufficiently well-versed with how predictable and boring I am to know why, when you talk about aircraft following the course of a river, I am about to mention Kew Bridge? Kew Bridge? No? No. Oh, good. I, I'm just t- testing the freshness of my anecdotes. I know, cause, okay. cause I, I shall share that anecdote after giving you your round of applause. Thank you. Thank you very much. So if you find yourself near Kew Bridge anytime soon, particularly if you're with kids. Um, get to roughly the middle of it on, on the... If, if you're crossing from the north bank to the south bank, you would have... that You'd be on the left-hand pavement. Don't roll your eyes at me. This is quality stuff, this. And you can find bullet holes that were put there by German pilots in the Second World War while following the course of the River Thames during the Blitz. Um, and, and you can see, and they're clearly bullet holes. You can put your fingers in them and everything. And I, I tell you now... I mean, boys and girls alike love that, but my godsons in particular are absolutely, absolutely delighted by it. And it's, it's such a lovely little thing to do if you're ever... And wherever you are, you might well be going to visit Kew Gardens um, at some point. And there, there you go. Think of me when you stick your fingers in the bullet holes on Kew Bridge. Probably needs a bit of work, that. Suresh is in Croydon. Suresh, question or answer? Uh, it's an answer, James. Carry on. So it's about the um, boxing question. Um, So the reason that they don't have trophies below they wear belts is because they have gloves on, which are very difficult to remove at the end of a match. And therefore, it's far easier to present them with a belt rather than a trophy. And then that just leached into wrestling, where they don't wear gloves. I would imagine so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Qualifications? probably gone on from there. Um, Peripheral boxing fan, but I've... um, yeah, I've, I've looked into this myself because it was... It, was it makes perfect me. sense. It's an answer of beauty, actually, when you think about it, because they've got whopping great gloves on you, prune. Why exactly. try, you try giving them a so trophy to wave around the place? Of course it could. <laughs> the belt just gets draped over their shoulder or they can bolt it around their waist. Exactly. Or they can, I love that. It's a great answer. It just means so that the boxer can flip and pick it up. Yep, exactly. Did you stay up for the fight at the weekend? No, no. Like I said, I'm a peripheral boxing fan. I, I usually work at weekends, so I don't really get time to, well, to weigh up for fights. But got, I do try and watch them wherever I can. Well, it's got you a round uh, of applause. What do you think will happen okay. next? Wilder, Fury 3 or um, Fury, Joshua? Uh, Fury, Joshua. But uh, I think um, Fury looks pretty good these he days, looks, doesn't he? he looks looks oh, that would be a really good fight. It I'd would be a really good fight. One. I think I probably would stay out for that one as well. Although, let's hope we don't fall asleep like the friend who... Who asked the question? 12.57 is the time. Julian is in Truro. Julian, question or answer? It's an answer, James. Carry on. So the midwife question? Yes. Um, you, you're saying it was from the German. Um, I believe it's Old English or Middle English. Um, 
so it's mid as in along alongside the wife so the the wife yes. bit is um, I think that I think it's both I think middle english is very germanic in its origins and the german very probably. The german word for with is mit mitter that's right yeah. so and I what does with mean does it mean wife or woman uh woman so it's no, with it just woman. means with the woman that's right, and the old English or Middle English, I think it was. I, I ah, and here is the here's the clincher. What are your qualifications? So I write a guidebook for new fathers, and I've been working along midwives for the last seven years, Perfect. developing this guidebook. Really? When's it out? Um, it, it's out now. It, What's you it called? Get it through the NHS. It's called the Dad Pad. Well done, man. PAD. PAD. Yeah, and if the if the guy who's about to have a baby wants a free one, he just needs to get onto to me and. I'm extending one. Great work. We'll we'll try and sort that out. Or we may have lost his number, but he can find it for himself. He's a grown up. He's got plenty of time Again, on his hands for the next yeah. few weeks, and then he'll have none at all. Um, and of course, with woman makes a mockery of the idea that men can't be midwives because it doesn't refer to, to 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 the gender of the person. It simply refers to the gender of the person that they're mitter or with. Round of applause for Julian. What a lovely mystery. Hour. The only question we didn't answer was the gold one, and now we can't because Sheila Fogarty <laughs> is here. I'm just a bit worried about the Pope. He's uh, been expressing closeness to those affected by coronavirus whilst coughing and sneezing. He only has one lung, so watch this space. We're going to focus on coronavirus today again. Uh, Two more patients have tested positive in England, bringing the total number of cases here at least to 15. Uh, They've been transferred to specialist uh, centres in Liverpool and London, according to the Department of Health. Uh, The virus was passed on while they were in Italy and Tenerife. Ministers say they expect more cases to emerge and we know that there is a a bigger uh, public information, uh, public health campaign coming, uh, presumably uh, later this week or the beginning of next week. The new patients are being treated, as I said, in two different locations in the UK. But are you following government advice such as it is at the moment? Are you doing what you're told? On your radio... On Global Player and Play LBC. Leading Britain's conversation. This is LBC.